Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. So ladies and gentlemen, Stephanie Laffler is about to come on and absolutely blow your mind in terms of gratitude, in terms of what's possible, being a mom, being a provider, being an amazing parent, and uh, still having an amazing life full of awesomeness and impacting people's lives. So before she comes on, let's talk about you. If you're an influencer, an entrepreneur, someone who wants to change the world, let's talk. Whether it's being a guest on the 12-hour marathon or starting your own podcast, launching your own platform, or any other way that I can support you, I'm happy to explore that. Get a hold of me and send me a message right now. Facebook.com forward slash TH3Burns, Instagram at I am Millionaire Chris, and also email as well, Chris at BeYourGPS.com. Looking forward to talking to you. Next up is the iTunes review of the week. This week. It's by Mr. Brian Kelly. Brian says, authentic and energetic. Chris is as, is as authentic as one can be. He loves helping people. His energy is infectious. And watch this show if you truly want to become your greatest possible self. Thanks so much, Brian. I appreciate you. And if you want to give us a review and feedback, what we're doing well, what you want to see improved, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self in the iTunes store and give us a review. Also, make sure you subscribe while you're there to get the latest and greatest updates. Thanks so much in advance. I look forward to growing together with you. Let's introduce Miss Stephanie Laffler and then we'll bring her on the screen. Make sure you stay all the way through to the end because you never know what one idea can transform the rest of your life. Stephanie is a stay-at-home mom, mother to three children from 9 to 24, and has been married for almost 26 years. Her background is in the fitness industry and she was an instructor and trainer for about 13 years when she grew bored and convinced her husband that they needed to have just one more baby. Unfortunately, that was right around the time the recession caught up with her husband's business, and they took a hit financially. Since they had a new baby, she was interested in getting a regular job and putting her little one in daycare. Out of necessity, she created a custom hair accessory business that was successful, produced a nice side income, but it was her doing all the work all the time. She certainly wasn't looking for anything extra to do. She had no time and absolutely no interest in attempting another MLM opportunity. And I'm sure she has some huge breakthroughs and awesome journey to share with us today. Stephanie, are you ready to rock the house, Superwoman? I am. Boom, shakalaka. You're now live on Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. Thank you for being here. We're going to dive into an amazing conversation of what your journey has been like and the things that have really worked for you along the way, uh, the lessons that you've learned, what it's been like having three kids and having a planned, you know, next next one, right? Thanks <laughs> and, so much for how, having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. And how that all unfolded. And I know there's going to be a ton of wisdom for our audience. So thanks for being here. Let's dive into the question of the day, which is, a, a burning desire, burning obsession, you know, and, and I would, I'm curious, how has this showed up in your life, having that burning desire or obsession? Mm. It's, it's interesting, you know, I, I honestly went from 
that place, you know, where I was bored. Right. And now to have that desire to really share with others, um, you don't have to just drift from day to day, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter at what point you are in your life, you can develop a burning desire, Mm -hmm. right? And I think it's so important for us to do that because otherwise you are just drifting from day to day um, and we need purpose. We need, Mm -hmm. you know, something, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's like without the focus, without the direction, without the vision and something that's worthy of your time and your energy and your life, like what are you going to what are you going to do? You're just going to listen to fiction books and read fiction books all the time, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Are you calling me out on that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So for anyone who doesn't know, um we had an amazing pre-interview call the other day and uh, Stephanie has a journey with loving, absolutely loving fiction and I I, I appreciate that. I appreciate the the worlds that are created by these artists, by these visionaries, by these um, authors and, and uh, you know, movie script writers and, and visionaries. It's it's beautiful. I love it. And you could just get sucked in, right? It's so easy to just get uh, entranced by that whole world. Uh, I'm sure we'll get to that. Before we do that, though, I want to hear a little bit more about you and uh, what you stand for and what your clients come to you for today. Why don't you share a little bit about that so our audience can get more connected with you? Um, well, like if you were, if you were to ask me like who, who I like to work with, right. Who, who do I want to, cause, because at this point you do get to choose, um, when you are in this industry, you absolutely get to choose who you spend your time with, um, and who, you know, who you surround yourself with. And that's mm. really, really important. Um, I can say that my friends list, and I'm not talking about Facebook cause we all know we're connected to a lot of people we've never even met, but, yep. um, this industry has has really helped me embrace the fact that I want to surround myself with people who not only have purpose, but they have um, integrity. You know, they're um, they they're working towards something, and they are not just content to sit on the couch and watch the next reality show. Because I I do believe. Um, I mean, yeah, poking fun with reality shows a little bit. I, I think that you do lose brain cells. You know, when that's yep. all you're watching, you yep. know, and I think it's really important to, to grow yourself. Um, so I, I do my best to spend time with people who are happy on purpose, mm. you know, because happiness is a choice. I went through, you know, with the personal development we talked about, um, yeah. I went through one of those things where you read every book on happiness, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because like, it, it is a choice and you can choose no matter what it is you're going through, you get to choose how you go through it. Can't necessarily choose the outcome, but you choose how you look at it while you're going through it. That's that's beautiful, and I, I hear that that's that's a core part of your leadership in how you empower your team. And when anyone's working with you, you show up as the person who responds rather than reacts, rather than someone who's a victim to the circumstances. Like life's going to happen; things are not going to go how how we plan them to. It's more about how we choose to show up and how we respond um, in that that really defines us. So I I hear taking that responsibility, personal development is huge for you as well, being a a stand for that. That's awesome. And I want to go back in your journey now, Stephanie, and talk about the the, how did you get to being a a professional in this industry today, having three kids and tell us a little bit more about your, your fitness career. How did all that journey happen? Well, okay. So when my husband and I got married, mm-hmm. we wanted to start a family right away. Each one, each one of our kids was planned. We thought we were ready. <laughs> 
which is really interesting because a lot of people are like, you know, if you ever wait until you're ready, Hmm. you know, and you have every single thing lined up, you'll never have children. And it's true. We just, we were, I don't know, maybe ignorance is bliss. (laughs) (laughs) We were so incredibly blessed. Um, Our first child was born about a year and a half after we got married and at that particular time, I worked for the CEO of an insurance company and made more money than my husband had better insurance. And, um, after about five weeks of going back part-time and, and you have to understand my mother and my grandmother were babysitting for me. So it wasn't like I was having to put a child in daycare. He had the best possible, amazing care. Um, and I was able to leave work at two and go home, Hmm. but I just had that need to, to be with him. I, you know, I shared with you in our pre-interview that, you know, my lifelong goal mainly was just, I wanted to be a mom. I really loved children and, you know, wanted to have a family of my own. Um, and so since God blessed me with that, I was like, you know, we just, we have to make some sacrifices. And so we did, um, made some sacrifices, lots of those. And then baby number two comes along and, you know, you're kind of at that point where like, I had done some, you know, so just audit in things, you know, like I worked for an attorney from home. I did all kinds of stuff. Um, but at this point I had started working out because my head, that's my husband has a passion for fitness. He has a passion for working out. It's just one of those things that, you know, um, he understood early on that that's not one of those things that you do, um, just to get in shape. It's a lifelong, right. Yeah. You, you all know that it's just, you just do it. And it's not like to get to a certain goal. Yes. We may have goals along the way, but it's, it's a lifelong thing. It's a commitment. And so I could see, you know, like being a mom and all that, I could see that if I didn't start taking care of my fitness at this age, you know, Mm -hmm. like early twenties, mid twenties, and he was still working out that, you know, he was going to leave me behind. (laughs) I was like, I don't want to show up, you know, and I've got this really awesome looking fit guy and I'm not (laughs) taking care of myself. So it was kind of a shallow reason, but that was how I got started, you know, getting into the gym. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And so then, you know, it just, the other part was just a transition because, um, I loved, I loved the classes and had this amazing friend who was like, you should totally do this. You know, Mm. like basically the requirement is you, you have to be willing to to learn, right. You got to have rhythm. Mm -hmm. And with my background in music, I had, I had that. So, um, that started, oh my goodness, a long time ago, like 98. Wow. Dating myself a little bit, but yeah, I did that for about 13 years and it was great. It was, it was really good, but I did share with you that at some point you can teach, you know, I taught every class on the planet. Mm. Every format, I consumed it all. And at some point, I just grew bored, Mm. loved my members, loved, you know, pouring into others. But at some point, I just wasn't being fulfilled. And that was when we had the conversation where, you know, our kids are 12 and 15. Why not have one more baby? You know, like we don't want to be empty nesters, right? You know, we'd be taking trips and doing all this stuff, saving money, you know. <laughs> and so there, yeah. So that was that was the way I fulfilled that that need. Cause you know, obviously having a child is consuming 
for quite a for quite a bit of time. Yeah, yeah. So and, so I hear uh, I hear that like being the mom that was super important for you. Being the absolutely. mom was was like yeah. that was your identity, and you're like I'm that. Like I'm gonna be the best mom ever. There's no better job, career, opportunity, yeah. you know, possibility for me to to really go after. So you did that, and then after the kids were grown up a little bit more, and you didn't you didn't have to necessarily I don't know spend so much time or like babysit them, like you know being like baby walk step them through everything, you know, tying your shoes, right. brushing your teeth, making so they're fed and they're pretty much doing their own thing you're like oh you know like they're going to be out of the house in a couple years like I love being a mom am I willing to do this again do you want to give it another shot hubby let's go yeah Yeah, it is and you know and and here's the here's the thing with that so obviously not everyone can do that right not everyone is blessed to even have children the first time around much less be blessed with kind of like another second shot at it because yeah. I do feel like it is kind of a second shot. You know, you really practice on the first couple of ones. Yep. Um, the third one gets to benefit a lot from your your wisdom, unfortunately for him. Yeah. But so that that's the thing that I, you know, my I, I share with you. My passion at this point is really and truly helping moms understand that being a mom's wonderful. It's a great thing. You know, we need amazing mothers, right? That's how our society <laughs> comes to be, right? We, we need amazing moms, but don't lose yourself in the process mm. because that is, that is pretty much what happened to me. I thought that that was my only identity. The only thing that I could do. Um, and I didn't realize that it was possible even at this point in my life to kind of reinvent myself, you know? Yeah. Well, that's, that's super important. I want to um, go back to the, to the aspect, whatever you're comfortable sharing about, you know, the, the fiction books, you were, you were consuming a lot of fiction um, yeah. to like really have this experience of a different world, right? Like, like you, yeah. you wanted to experience something new and exciting and you were constantly doing that a lot, right? Yeah, that, that actual love started at um, a very young age. Mm. Um, you know, at age eight, I did not have, we did not own a TV, um, not because we couldn't, but because, um, you know, religious reasons. Right. And so at the time we, we didn't have a TV. And so I read a lot. We went to the library and one summer, the summer I was eight, I read the entire Nancy Drew series. So 60 plus books. I think I shared with you, I actually won an award for that. Which, yep. um, and that continued on in my teen years and even, you know, in my 20s, along with, you know, the soap operas or whatever it is that you, you know, escape into someone else's life yep. for yep. lack of a better word. I don't know. Um, and so then as a young mom, there were times when I would have one earbud in listening to some book, some mystery, some novels and something. And yeah, it was, it was kind of an escape for me um, because I wasn't really working towards any big goal or anything, you know? Mm, um, huge. And, huge. And, and the sad part of that is while it's not, while fiction is not all bad, I think, honestly, I think it's great. I mean, as a young kid, I think it's awesome that I had that, right. Yeah, because it, yeah. it helps to develop your love of reading. Yeah. You're not going to, you're probably not going to develop a love of reading at a young age if it's nonfiction, right. just, you know, I mean, they get, there's gotta be great authors and great books out there. Like right now, my nine-year-old, he reads Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Would that be my first choice? No, <laughs> but he likes it. It gets, you know what I mean? And he'll yeah. read it. And sometimes he doesn't hear the timer go off when his, you know, 
reading, you know, cause he's got to earn iPad time. That's something mm-hmm. I learned too. Got to yeah. earn. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> yeah. anyway, it's just one of those, it's one of those things where you're like, it's not wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. It's mm-hmm. not. But if you missed out on conversations yeah. with your children, with your mm-hmm. teenagers, especially, mm-hmm. um, because you're trying to just escape boredom, then that should be a clue. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I love this, and I appreciate you being so real about some of the challenges of, you know, just being a human being. Like, what what is your purpose? What is your mission? What are your goals? If we're not clear on those, which it, in the beginning you weren't super clear on that, your purpose was being a mom, and yeah. so you were fulfilling that at a great level. And so you're now like now you're like. What, what else? What else can I do? And so these books was like, okay, you know, I can get into these different worlds and, and create more fun and adventure and excitement and thrill in my life and a sense of, of purposeness or growth as in getting to the next, you know, page or the next chapter or whatever else it, it might be. And so that quickly, it sounded like became something that was a uh, um, an escape was was not at a at a healthy level, and you got to see, hey, I really want to invest more time and energy into these relationships with my kids because they're only you know kids and teenagers yeah. once. So I think that's that's really powerful awareness, and especially for a lot of the parents or to be parents who are listening in the audience, like really make sure that you start designing, start with designing the time to spend time with your family from the very beginning, you know, make, make weekly uh, outings that are are a non-negotiable, you know, it's really as, as parents, you set the pace for your family and for the culture and your kids do it, whether they like it or not, they might be kicking and screaming, but you know, at at the end of, you know, for me, my parents always took me on vacations and I said, I hated them. I just want to play video games. Leave me alone. Uh, but looking back now, I got so much more of a diverse view of the world because that was a non-negotiable. There was, there was no option of stay home and, and not go on, on the trip. So I'm super grateful for that in the long run. Yeah, we had, um, when my older two were younger, you know, and and that was probably before the um, addiction was like as severe as I shared with you. Um, but we always had like once a month, we had date night with mm. like my daughter and my husband would go and they would do dinner, movie or bowling, whatever they wanted to do. It was kind of like their choice. Mm. And then I would take out my older son This is before the little one came along. Mm. And we did that. We did that quite often. And then my husband and I also had date night at least once a month because um, I've had conversations with couples before and with friends and that one lady shared with me that her and her husband hadn't really been out without the kids in 16 years. And I was like, honestly, I'm, I don't know how you do that and expect to, um, to stay married, stay connected for the long term. Because to me, the family starts with you and your husband. And if you don't have that foundational relationship where, you know, you continue to know and grow together and you know who Mm. each other is because the kids do grow up Mm. and they leave home. And what happens if you, you know, kind of don't know yourself, don't know each other and you haven't kept that closeness. So it's, you know, that's really important. I think. Yeah. The the intimacy, the intimacy and being able to share and communicate. and, And I think it's, it's important for every single person to have their own like sovereignty and space 
where they can just like go get away and not like always have to be there, whether it's, you know, once a month or once every three months or even once a, like every six months, whatever, like always put that into the schedule. And I always I also love how you said, you know, find ways so that your kids can be taken care of. So as a couple, you can keep that flame ignited and do, you know, romantic things and be free and not feel like there's the obligation of watching over your children right. while you're trying to have an amazing, adventurous, spontaneous, you know, date uh, excursion or whatever else it might be. Right. Well, and even, you know, like for my husband and I, you know, we've, gosh, we've been together for 27 years and, you know, we, (laughs) yeah, in this day and age, yeah, we're not, we're actually not very normal. Um, but at this point I can't imagine, you know, I just, I cannot imagine life without him and I'm glad that it's that way. And I know it's not for everyone. So I do, I do treasure that and I feel extremely blessed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not even necessarily the, the spontaneous, the whatever, like we're extremely happy just mm-hmm. going and grabbing dinner and a movie, yeah. you know, like it doesn't even have to be any big thing. And there's, there've been times when, and not that you shouldn't celebrate like anniversaries or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think those, those are important. I mean, yeah. we just, we hit a huge milestone, but a lot of times we, you know, like family was important to us. So we were, we were at volleyball or mm. we were at basketball mm. or, you know, whatever it is. And it was okay. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, like we didn't celebrate the, in this big, huge way. And, you know, like, cause you see people like they punish each other for <laughs> like yeah. not doing the big whatever, but that's, I don't know, like, I guess we're close enough. We know we're going to be there next year, whether, mm. you know, yep. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. And it's, it's super important to treasure the little things, even if you're not able, not that you're not able to, but even if you're not on a date night, like you can still take some time to just like say how much you appreciate your spouse or your kids or whatever else it might be. And I think something you kind of alluded to was like having a day with your kids. Um, Each parent can go like build that relationship with the kids as well. Like it's not always that both parents have to be there. Like one parent can go and, and do different adventures or things. Like for me, my dad, we used to always go dirt bike riding, right? Like that used to be my thing with my dad. And for my mom, I don't really remember that much, but probably going to Sam's, going to the grocery store and like hanging out with her there. That that was my adventure with my mom. (laughs) Yeah, it it is interesting because I know like with with my oldest, when we would go hang out, a lot of times we would go see a movie or, you know, and and go eat because for him, he he loved eating out and trying new things. He was very, he was not like me. Like I'm, I'm like the super picky person when it comes to food and he's the adventurous one. He's tried all kinds of things. He's even been on a mission trip to the Philippines. But wow. um, because of that relationship, I wanted to share with you something that he sent to me earlier today. Um, we were talking about getting together tonight and he said, can't tonight, but I want to have another family get together because I need family time, mm. you know? And I was just like, he's 24. Like he'll be 25 later this year. And the fact that he wants to spend time with us to me is precious because it's not everyone has that relationship with their kids, but it starts young. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to build that. You can't just expect it as an, as you know, your adult children, you can't expect them to want to spend time with you if you haven't nurture that relationship along the way. 
I love it. I love it. Stephanie, this is gold. And I know anyone who's listening right now is getting tons of value about how to be a, a great parent from what we're sharing. And I also want to specifically dive into the gratitude aspect of, of your journey and how that's played such a big part of you. When did, when did gratitude start becoming an essential part of who Stephanie is? Well, okay. So the personal development started about four years ago. Okay. And you know, gratitude has gradually been kind of woven in the last few years. Mm. Um, however, a, a friend of mine shared this book back in November. And so I started it in December, which, you know, December is one of those months. It's hectic. It's busy. Um, you know, lots of craziness going on. And, you, you know, it's Christmas. And it's not always, you know, we're not, we're not always celebrating in the right way. So it was a perfect month for me to do this. And so the book is called The Magic. And Mm. if you've ever heard of um, The Secret, it's by Rhonda Byrne. Yeah. And the book has a 28 day gratitude practice. Mm. And honestly, it was life changing for me. I, I mean, I go through the holidays and I'm happy, you know, like we do lots of stuff with the kids. It's it's never a down season for me, really. Right. Um, but I think it just helps me appreciate everything so much more than I would normally. Right. Yeah. And so I began that, that, you know, just the daily gratitude journal. And, you know, like it's you, half the time it's first you're going to write down 10 things that you're grateful for. Mm-hmm. Right. And it doesn't have to be big things. It's sometimes little things. It's like, you know, she, she says, you know, if you have trouble, which in this day and age, how could you not, all you have to do is look around. Oh my gosh. You know? Okay. So <laughs> we have like light, we've got electricity, we've got air. Right. Yep. And I joked, I joked with one lady cause we were talking about like, how do you, how do you find this many things to be grateful for? And I said, well, you know what? To be perfectly honest, I just went and got a pedicure with my daughter and I this girl right here, I'm grateful for my toenails. Mm-hmm. And that's gonna, that sounds funny, right? But not everyone has them. Like my daughter mm. played volleyball and half the time she's, oops, sorry. So that's the reminder that we have a, I thought it was four o'clock, but <laughs> I was ready. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, um, you know, she, she had all that wear and tear yeah. on her, on her feet. And wow. so, you know, just being grateful for the even smallest yeah. things, you know, it's, so incredibly important and then Mm. here's the interesting thing so you start a new practice like that right and it's Mm. something you're doing while reading the book but if you don't continue Mm. what happens okay it's like a muscle you didn't use i think i shared with you that we started some home renovations in january Uh okay i was still reading personal development but i wasn't doing the gratitude journaling Mm. you know i was finished with the book and i was you know didn't realize yet how much that was going to become a part of who I am. Hmm. And so January comes and, you know, we're physically exhausted. We're older <laughs> doing, doing all this stuff to yeah, our house. Yeah, we did yeah. a lot of it ourselves. Um, and it was really interesting because I would find myself in this mindset. That's not me, hmm. you know, like even without the gratitude, it was just like, what in the heck, you know? And so I started back up in February and I noticed just a few weeks in, I'm like, Oh, this, this is part of who I am. This is, Mm. you know, like it just, it's grown on me even more. And so now it's just, it's a part of my everyday life, whether I do it in the morning or at night, it's done at some point. And even if it's 
a quick three things you're grateful for, yeah. whether it's something that happened during the day or the day before. I, I can't tell you how important and life changing that truly is. Yeah. Wow. That's so amazing. And it's, it's like you started it and you built the habit, you built up like this massive amount of energy and results yeah. of what happens when you do it, you know, back in, in the holiday season last year. And then you stopped doing it and then you started recognizing, oh my gosh, I don't like who I'm being. I don't like these, these, uh, you know, reactions that are coming from me, these emotions that are kind of, uh, uh. And so it's like, when you do that daily work, it's a daily maintenance. It's the daily, you know, go like going to the gym, but for your energy, for your, for your mindset and it makes all the difference. Absolutely. It's, um, it's definitely something that I, I share with all the, I share with people all the time because there's there's so many there's so much mm. complaining, right? Yep. But you you will have a really hard time complaining and ha- having and having that mindset if mm. you're cult- if you're cultivating gratitude. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's just like what we were talking about earlier. You know, keeping that positive mindset and really having that, uh, no matter what it is you're going through, yeah. right? Yeah. It's the same same thing with gratitude. That's going to help you with that mindset and. Mm to share with you something about, you know, like just being positive. I have a really dear friend of mine who has, she had brain cancer about eight years ago and the doctors gave her about 18 months to live. Mm -hmm. And she is still alive and all of her scans have been clean, Mm -hmm. right? Like she's, she's amazing. But if you talk to her, she's the most positive person I know. And Chris, she went through all of this. I mean, I'm talking just so much stuff. And even while she was still recovering, her husband was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma, like stage four. And while he's he's doing well, she maintained that attitude. And, and she would try to tell him, like, you know, because stuff would happen, right? He literally was walking through the garage and tripped on something, fell, and got stabbed in, I think it hit his lung, wherever your lung is, (laughs) it hit his lung. And, you know, she's like, if you don't wake up and start being positive, God is going to start, he's going to keep trying to wake you up, (laughs) you know? And I really, truly believe that there are a lot of people out there that the reason they overcome disease. And if you read, if you read, there's a lot of people who have said that, you know, it, that it's all, that it was a mindset shift. Yep. Yep. And I think that that for her was big. And that was, that's been a really interesting thing to, you know, really see up close someone mm. go through that and be yeah. given such a short life sentence. And yet here she is. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. This is, this is so gold, Stephanie. And especially to hear about how in spite of, you know, everything that's going on in her life and, you know, people around her, like having things happen to them, she still maintained that focus on the, on the gratitude, on the positive aspects of life. And I think it's, it's really powerful that you are surrounded by those kinds of people. It's really, really awesome. And we also have Kelly Westover, who's out in the audience. She said, Hey, Stephanie, to see how you've grown is so very cool. So proud of you, friend. So You're going to make me cry, girl. Um. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly is definitely someone you should, you should, you should connect with this because yes. she, I met her about two years ago Okay. and, um, she was a huge influence on my life at a time when I really, 
<sighs> needed it. Okay, we need to move on. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's gold here. What is this? What, what? Oh my goodness. Well, there's something. You know, it's 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 not necessarily a great part of um, the journey that I had to go through to get to where I wanted wanted to be. You know, like I feel like God puts you through things to grow you, right? But there are times when you know, you get through to the other side, Mm. you wouldn't choose to go through that experience, but you are excited for where you are and how much you've grown. But had you known previously, you would say, yeah, I'm going to take the easy road. I don't really need that much growth. Do I? Mm. So Mm. she was there for me at a time in mine and in my daughter's life, she, um, she worked with teens a lot and my daughter went some, through some really difficult stuff. And, um, Kelly was there for both of us. She's absolutely amazing. And I mean, we connected because of the company that we're both involved with, but she's all the way up in Vermont. And yet we have this platform, you know, like we're on zoom We have this platform where, you know, we connected pretty much weekly, sometimes daily. We talked pretty much daily. And um, that, you know, that, that was priceless for me. Kelly, I love you dearly. Thank you. <laughs> Stephanie, what do you think was uh, a key to your success to attracting such amazing and empowering people into your life? Gosh, I don't, I don't know. To be perfectly honest, I mean, I did work on myself a lot, you know, so I actually, I spent the first couple of years in my business, really not really working the business so much as working on myself mm-hmm. and, and that continues, but now I'm able to do the, you know, know that I need to build my business and make money as I grow. Right. Which is, yep. you know, that's important. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good thing. Um, how, who is it? Jim Rohn, air, oxygen, money, you know, like it's, it's important. Yep. Um, yep. <laughs> But the, the whole just being, I think maybe being positive and trying to, and not that I'm a Pollyanna, you know, I'm, I am not perfect. You could tell, you could ask my husband. <laughs> he, he still, he still loves me. Thank yep. God. But um, it's, I think that that would be part of it, right? Because people, people don't mind hanging around you when you bring happiness and a positive energy to their life. Hmm. You know, um, one of my daughter's friends actually asked me one time, why do you smile all the time? <laughs> I'm like, why would anyone even ask that? Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, I just didn't, I didn't understand, I didn't understand it. Right. But I think sometimes you might, uh, well, who, I forget who it says you irritate or you might, there's some people that you're just going to irritate their demons, right? Yep. Your happiness just kind of rubs them the wrong way. Yep. Um, so luckily you don't, typically draw and attract those people to you. You repel mm. them. Mm. That's good. So just being, being you, the natural, natural yourself, your bubbly, happy self, most of the time, uh, and especially yeah. all of the, the work that you did on yourself, the personal growth mm-hmm. to shift your mindset and your thoughts and your energy to be able to attract better and better people. Yeah, I think that's, that was the majority of it. And really just being able to um, learn how to is it Jim Rohn? I don't know. I've listened to a lot of, you know, it's, it's funny once you've listened and read to so much, it's, 
Yeah. Who said what? Blends all together. <laughs> yeah, but it's disciplining your disappointments, right? Mm. So yeah. if you can learn how to, um, I mean, it's it's hard for me to put a timetable on it. So like before, like if something was to happen or come up mm. that, you know, maybe it wasn't the best case scenario, right? Just some kind of disappointment, something. There might be days or weeks where you're down. Yeah. You let it get to you. You let it stress you out. You let it, you know, change how you treat people, mm. right? But then the more you grow and the more you understand, well, for number one, it's not terminal. You know, for the most part, like typically you're not dealing with something like that, right? right. It's just something that you let irritate you. Yep. Um, and so that went from, you know, maybe days and weeks to shorter days, you know, like mm. hours. And then you get to the point now where it's like, it may bother me. It may set me off for a minute. Hmm. But if you're able to learn how to do the things that can flip the switch to um, to change your mindset back into that, to being positive and put things into perspective and actually discipline that disappointment and give it the, the very small amount of whatever it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's gold. That's so good. And it's like how fast you're able to respond. I think we talked about that a little bit earlier. You know, it's like yeah. in in the beginning, or if you have a, a challenging mindset, focusing on the negatives, the wrong things, so to speak, um, then it, it will take a while to bounce back from that. It will take a while to get your power back, to get back yeah. into a state of gratitude. But as we do it more and more, we get faster and faster and more effective at noticing, hey, that's not where I want to be. Let's get back on track, get back on track, discipline that disappointment so you yeah. can stay in your, in your joy and your happiness. Yeah. And I think that that has, that's been one of the things where the gratitude journaling has mm. really helped. Yeah. You know, it, because if you can, if you, if you're having, if you're going through something and you can just put everything on pause, even if it's for five minutes, three minutes, mm. whatever, and just sit down and, and write, write down the few things that you're grateful for. Right. Mm. Whether it's the day before or something you're looking forward to, the fact that you have family or, I, I mean, honestly, you can find things to be grateful for yes. everywhere. Yes. But if you can do that, I think that that really helps you to um, shorten those times, you know, mm -hmm. like really discipline your disappointments in that way by just focusing on the gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. I want to also circle back around. We mentioned about this earlier, how you didn't really have clear goals. And that was a big, like missing thing in your life that yeah. would later on, you found out had you be more fulfilled and more, you know, happy as you were growing towards things. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about like what you discovered and what you'd recommend to our audience uh, around goals, around having direction and clarity on, on who you want to be and become? Well, I'm still, I'm still working on that. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> Always we are. Yeah. You know, at this point you just, I don't know. Goal setting is different, right? Like I'd never even set goals as, I mean, I that was literally something that I just started doing about two and a half, you know, like two and a half years ago. So yeah. I was a year and a half or so into the personal development journey and then started doing some, um, work on goal setting mm -hmm. and had not really hit very many goals up until that point. <laughs> I mean, right. If you don't, if you don't have a target, it's a muscle. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's interesting though, because honestly, if you, if you set huge, big goals, right. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And you don't set the smaller, like along the way kind of goals and mm. reward yourself. Mm. Then I think you end up with a lot of disappointment, you know, because maybe in the beginning we were taught, oh, you know, write your five year vision plan or write your what 10 year, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have some much smaller attainable goals that, that you're for sure, you know, going to hit and you can reward yourself along the way, mm. you tend to beat yourself up a lot. Yeah. I've been black and blue. I mean, like figuratively, but (laughs) it's it's a real thing. And so now being able to know that, yeah, it's great to have that big, big goal. I always have really big goals, have tons of, you know, every category of my life. Right. But the smaller ones, those smaller wins Mm -hmm. sometimes are even more important and you have to celebrate them along the way. So you, you know, engaged and, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I think it's easy to set a big goal that mm-hmm. almost is like unbelievable, you know, and it yeah. like stretches you out of your comfort zone. Like, oh yeah, like I'll hit $2 million in the next year. Let's go. You know, and it's like, okay, yeah. what are you going to do this week? <laughs> you know, what, what's, yeah. what's the bridge? What's the actions that you can take this week? And then I, I think it's also having the compassion to set a goal that's achievable in, in the short term so that we're not constantly setting these ridiculously high goals and never hitting them. And then right. that just discourages us to not set goals and not do that stuff on, on our, um, you know, to, to create the strategy, to create the structure and the support of how will we get to our vision. And it's like acknowledging those baby steps. Like that's, Absolutely. that's how a baby starts to walk. It's like every time he gets up, you know, the parents are there encouraging, applauding, mm-hmm. even if it's like stumbling and it's like one step at a time. It's like just total, track, man. <laughs> total, <laughs> total encouragement, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it is. And it's interesting too. So one other thing I've learned about goal, about goal setting is so for like the industry that I'm in, you know, you can have like a goal of, um, you know, gaining customers or business Mm -hmm. partners or whatever, but that is not an outcome you can control. Mm -hmm. The only outcome you can control is the activity you do. So instead of just a results based goal, I've learned to set activity goals, Mm. meaning, you know, all the little things that you have to do to acquire that customer, all the little things that you have to do to do to acquire, you know, someone who wants to do the business, you know, whether it's having more conversations with people, right. It's whatever it is, but just learning to set activity goals Mm. instead of just a result goal. That's that's powerful. And I think the if we can break that down a little bit more so people can distinguish like it's it's what are the actions that you have yeah. to do? Is it picking up the phone three times a day? Is it posting one Instagram post a day? Right? right. That's stuff that you can control rather yeah. than I'm gonna get a hundred likes on every Instagram picture. Yeah. Well, that is external results. Right. Like if you put out great content and you have enough followers and they're engaged and all that great stuff, then you'll get those likes, but you can't control that at the end of the day. So yeah. it's like, you can, you can have a, a, a target for that. Like, I don't think it's bad to have those kinds of targets, right. uh, but to, to measure yourself on the activity, I think is really, really important, Stephanie. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's unfortunate that, um, not everyone knows to set those activity goals, you know, like that's a new thing for me. That's like within just the last year, Yeah, um, I started following um, a trainer in our industry who that's the one thing, you, you know, we do every Monday morning mm. is we set activity goals. Wow. 
not that I'm perfect at it yet. I'm still, I am still working on it every week, you know, and, and also not just having it up in your head. Mm. It's actually writing it down. Yeah. Having it on your wall, having it in front of your face, wherever, you know, so that you remember, because you can have those in your head. But if you don't look physically, look at it, like write it down, Mm. I think it's harder for them to actually get accomplished. Yeah. I think anyone who doesn't write it down, you're not really serious. (laughs) Um, (laughs) If it it doesn't exist somewhere, it doesn't exist. (laughs) It's not real. (laughs) It's a wish. It's a hope. Uh, So I I really, really love that, Stephanie. I think, and it's always a learning process. You know, I think um, there's certain things that some people might be good at and might be really effective at, and there's certain things that they might not be. Some people might be really good at setting their goals every week, but they might stink at gratitude or vice versa. You know, and I think it's important to be grateful and compassionate for ourselves where we are succeeding and where we are showing up and celebrate that. And then just notice, Hey, where do we need support? Where do we need help? Can we reach out and ask for uh, people's help? Like you asked for Kelly's help, um, you know, a couple of years ago when you needed it, that was, that was really smart and um, wise. And I would say also um, generous for your daughter to, to get that help, to seek that help when some people might not do that. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's definitely been, it's been a journey, you know, and it's, it's one that I don't beat myself up up over it anymore, but I do wish I could have started it sooner. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's where, you know, my passion now comes in, right? Not that everyone should be or will be in my business, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't want everyone in my business. I'm, <laughs> you know, like you want, you want leaders, you want world changers. Let's go. <laughs> well, I, I told one, I did, I didn't tell it to her face, but I said it to someone in her presence. And I said, you know, to, to do, to do this business and to work with me, you have to have a love for people. Yeah. You know, like you have to like people and you have to treat them well. Yep. Uh, but really my passion now is for helping people start that journey. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't, I don't consider myself a coach. I don't ever really plan to go down that road, but I love to mentor people. Um, you know, and especially young moms, there's, you'd be surprised. And it's really interesting. I have a lot of single moms, um, that I do business with. And mm. I think a lot of that is just because that's where there's a huge need. Right. Yeah. So for them, a lot of them have gone through so much struggle. Um, just being a single mom, dealing with all of the negativity that comes, comes from, you know, if there's a separation or whatever. Right. Right. But then they get so busy trying to build a life for their little family. Right. Mm, yeah. They're working so hard that, if they don't have, if they don't learn about gratitude, they don't learn about positivity, you know, like it's going to be very difficult for them to have the, the happy family, whether it's a small yeah. family or large, yeah. you know, yeah. but that's yeah. kind of where my passion is now is really working with um, a lot the, of lot the of basics. Yeah, 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 the basics teaching those those moms. Hey, how do you set a, how do you set goals? How do you create a purpose for yourself that's not you know your purpose is your kids? Because like you said earlier, at some point they move out, 
you know, and, and even your purpose is not your spouse. Like they're, they're a complement to it. They're, they're a beautiful human being who you can create amazing things together. And like at the end of the day, you really get to know what are your passions? What, what are your uh, core values? What do you stand for? And I think that's really important that you're uh, empowering, especially moms to, to work on that, Stephanie. Um, so if we could start wrapping it up with, let's say some, some final takeaways of what you want people to, to really get because of this interview and especially the moms out there, what would that be? Hmm. Start a gratitude journal, mm. you know, like you can start small really and truly. It doesn't take a lot to start to flip that switch um, in your brain, in your life, you know, just, just by starting something as simple as that, mm-hmm. um, you can really and truly impact your life as well as your family, because mm. your family starts to notice that maybe you're a little more thankful, right? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe you're a little more grateful for, for even their presence. Right. Yep. Um, and then the other thing too, is not losing yourself in the raising of your children. And I mean, this goes for guys too, right? It's mm. anyone. and even. I don't know. I think being reading books is not necessarily just for the older generation now. Like it's, it's actually becoming a, a kind of cool thing to do personal development when yeah. you're young. Yep. I think Tony Robbins has really helped with that particular movement, which mm-hmm. I love and adore. Um, it's, it's wonderful. Yeah. But if you can start, like I've had so many people say, I'm not a reader. Well, a lot of it is attention span, right? Our right. technology and everything comes into play there. But if you can start with 10 or even five pages a day, right. I mean, yeah, it might mean not playing Candy Crush mm. for a few, for a few minutes. Yep. But it's so, it's so important to do something besides that thing that isolates you from, from everyone else. Yeah. Well, it's also, if, even if it's not reading a physical book, like let's say someone has some huge resistance and by the way, that's, that's typically identity level. Like I'm not someone who reads like that's, that's a choice or decision that someone kind of defaulted into. It's like, okay, you don't want to read. Do you like podcasts? Do you like listening to, to audio books? Would you be willing to do that? No, I don't want to do that. Okay. Would you watch YouTube videos? Yeah, I do that. Oh, okay. Start there. Right? Start five minutes, ten minutes a day, and we'll we'll see what happens. You know, just build that habit, and the, you know, one step at a time with with where people are at. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that because there's there have been times when you know, like time constraints for me. You know, it's like I, I want to sit down, but maybe I didn't get up quite as early for my miracle morning, you know, to get my personal development in. And so if you ask me like what I'm reading, Mm. generally, I'm going to tell you probably three things Mm. I have, because I have one on audio at least. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm, and then I I have probably one in my, you know, like my little reading corner over here. And then I may have one in my bedroom. I, I always have something that I'm reading and, um, just having, and even for the YouTube part of it, right? So if you've, there's a lot of channels that you can subscribe to if someone's just getting started. Yes. And if you have something that speaks to you, maybe that motivates you, maybe mm-hmm. you need that, you know, maybe you're a little like I have been in the past mm-hmm. where you need to listen to something in the first 20 minutes of waking, yes. because that really is what affects your day. If you yeah. can listen to something positive, don't open your phone mm-hmm. and go to email. Don't open your phone and go to Facebook have like, you know, like positive motivational stuff that you can listen to first thing in the morning. And that will set the tone for your day. 
I went through some, some pretty heavy stuff a couple of years ago. And so that was one thing that I did. I had, you know, Les Brown and Tony, you know, I had all these great Eric Thomas. I had all these great guys like in my ears, you know, just keeping me from, you know, losing it. (laughs) Spiraling out of control. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I love it. I love it. So, so powerful. Stephanie, this is gold. I know our audience is loving this. They want to know how can they stay connected with you? How can they take their next steps on their journey with you? How can they do that? Um, well, you can follow me on Facebook. I tend to go live every day. I started doing um, some, and, and there may be some crazy topics, you know, like, but I try to always bring value. Yep. And um, that's something that I started. And since I'm in the middle, I'm on day 80, I don't know, I think day 82 of a 365 day challenge. Wow. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. You know, and it's, and it's interesting because I didn't go back and delete the bad ones. Mm. So if they, if they really want to see how, see my journey and see how I've grown, go to albums and scroll back a little bit and you'll, yeah, it's, it's interesting, but that, that's one way to stay connected. Mm. Um, you know, also on Instagram and I, I share my love of personal development wherever I am. Amazing. I love it. Stephanie, you are the bomb.com. And I want to wrap this conversation up with the the most passionate, heartfelt, loving uh, encouragement that you can give to our audience who's out there in about 60 seconds. Uh, what is that? What do you want people to really know about themselves, about the world, about life? It doesn't matter who you are, where you started, where you are in life, you can completely and totally reinvent yourself. You can, you can take yourself to a place that you never, ever imagined. Trust me, if I can do it from where I was and the things that I've gone through and still going through, you can do it. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. Stephanie, I appreciate you and you are an amazing human being. I'm so excited to see your growth impact all these moms and grow your business, grow your freedom, your uh, ability to serve the world in big, big ways. So I really appreciate being on the journey with you. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to get to know you more and this has just been so much fun. I love, absolutely love your energy. You're doing such amazing stuff. Thank you. Thank you, Stephanie. I appreciate you. Likewise, if you spot it, you got it. I don't know if you've heard that, but basically if you can see other people with those emotions and characteristics yeah. and tendencies, then that means it's it's in you. So we definitely all got it. Yes. Smile. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So have an amazing day and we'll see you soon. Thank you. Appreciate it. You too. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www 
www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.